0: Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of broad and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit,
1: let's tune in to Brad and Brit. Hey, it's the Brad and Brit Cast. Thanks for joining us here. We're live in the one thirty hour on Tuesday after Labor Day for an hour or so. Sit back, enjoy, light up a Macanudo, a Macanudo. I don't even know what that is. I've just heard people say it. Is that a fire, cigar?
0: Fire up a simultini.
1: Yeah. A color teeny. Oh, nice. Tom Snyder. Tom Snyder. The great Tom Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we got a we got a list, but uh, oh, it's a list. Okay. But, it, and, and this is, uh, since this show is all about you and me. Uh-huh. And we're always more important than any subject matter that we discuss. I want to talk here uh, about Jimmy Buffett okay Jimmy and Buffett. this is this is the most selfish idiotic well I say a lot of selfish idiotic things but here's here's the problem and and I fully recognize his his, his influence on music, fashion I mean I've been dressing like shit. For, for for 40 years, my wife, my wife is constantly telling me, stop wearing those old shirts, right?
0: <laughs>
1: and I've never said to her, well, it's what Jimmy Buffett does.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that would work as a strategy for you. I think
1: it, would, <laughs> no, it wouldn't get me out of it. Um, but Margaritaville
0: yeah. was
1: released in the spring of 1977. Okay. Okay, I think it was recorded in February of 77, and it it came out um, a month or two later, and uh, did did pretty well. And (laughs) at (laughs) at my very first radio job that paid money, right after I graduated from, it wasn't even known as the Ohio State University back then, it was just known as Ohio State.
0: They couldn't even afford an article. Back then, they could not even afford the word
1: "the," mm, no modifier. Um, at the AM radio station that I was uh, working at, WTVN, they were—you know—it was, was a music station, and that song must have been played by me in those first few months of my professional radio career. I estimate six thousand times. And as a result, I hated the song. Yeah, it, it just it, it, and you you have the same problem with other songs, I'm sure. I do, and it's un, it's unfortunate because it it colored me for everything about Jimmy Buffett after that. And when I would see the the video of uh, people at his concerts all dressed up like idiots, yes, yes. I just shake my head and move. Okay, fine. If that's your thing, go ahead. Now, we did eat, and the family did eat at a Margaritaville in, in South Florida when the kids See, were small. That was you're okay. part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. I helped enrich him. I know that. I'm a hypocrite. I, I couldn't stand his music. <laughs> you're
0: you're I, part of the I, problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now that uh, he is he has passed, and he's clearly in in, in, in fully legendary – status i feel bad about it i just feel bad about it mm-hmm. you're 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 ball sir it, it,
0: and, and what you've just described is not his fault i mean the fact that these radio stations pounded this thing into your skull until you were on the ground begging for I mercy
1: that's the, that's the point that's not,
0: that's not his that's fault that's not you know he wrote a perfectly good song and if you would have heard it twice a year over a period of time you're like that's a pretty good song but you know that's that's not the problem and i i also shat on uh, jimmy buffett on, on pretty regular occasions i would see people uh you know, I'd see sixty sixty-seven year olds walk into Margaritaville with their money out, paying twelve fifty for a lost shaker of salt. And I'd be like, oh, this is just the stupidest shit of all time. But he was still, mm-hmm. it doesn't It doesn't stop the fact that he made a lot of people very happy. No, it wasn't this intrinsic insight into the human experience. No, it wasn't this profound political uh, statement that he made. But he he made a lot of people happy over the years. And, yes, I hated the stupid idiots that would show up and dress up like pigs with their hula things on, the Hawaiian shirt, and they look like a bunch of dumbasses. And back in the day, they did some very – Non Me Too friendly shit like show your tits, win a balloon. They would do stuff like that fairly publicly. And I mean that, that story. And, and by the way, isn't the song "Fins" fairly rapey? Just a just a, a, a lyrically along But you know, again, it's fine on its surface. And he was a happy go lucky guy. And he's like, hey, if you like my shit, fine. If you don't, it's fine. I'm I'm good either way.
1: Right? Yeah, but he didn't have any public scandals or. Anything stupid like that. So, okay. He, he deserves his due. He does. Yeah.
0: Plus, and, I mean, he does. as a bonus, good Democrat. A very good de- Democrat. Contributed what? a lot over the years to. Yeah. Oh. Uh, sure. What? <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. So, he was into making money any way he could. Yeah. Hotels, right? Clothing mm-hmm. lines, concerts. Every- and he was a Democrat. What a yeah. hip.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so it's fine. He made it. He did very well, and he was a, a great entrepreneur, and if he could get people to pay $350 for one of those stupid margarita makers, then, you know, good for him. All right. We did, we did go to Margaritaville. We did the one in Myrtle Beach uh, just a few weeks ago, and I said, hey, just look on that top shelf there. Go ahead and price me how much that margarita maker is. And it is. It's like $350. It's got two motors in it. I don't know why, but it does. And they oh paid
1: God, it. If you would have bought that, you could sell it now for 50000 Oh, what a mistake.
0: <laughs> it was a huge, huge, another massive four. error in a life full of just a series of errors.
1: Bad timing, yeah. as, as always. All right. Uh, on we go. Elon and the Jews. Yeah. Life without ESPN. Yeah. Uh, fan busted at US Open. But I didn't see it. I don't have (laughs) the SPN. Dancing and prancing in the meadows. Uh Clue. Woodrow Wilson had his 14 points on world peace. Donald Trump has his 14 points of bullshit and 14 points of useless annoyance over the 14th amendment you see the number 14 is the the key there mm-hmm. and pot calling the kettle black lifetime achievement award is now in the can close the nominations
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's do the uh, espn struggle because I, I have this fresh on my mind i was just listening to a dan Lebetard podcast with a guy named david Sampson who used to be the president of the uh miami marlins And he had some thoughts on this struggle, this war now between Charter Communications, Charter Spectrum, and Disney over ESPN. Uh,
1: It's to the point where the cable operators and, you know, you have Spectrum, and it's very possible that uh, you do, not you, Britt, but you, the home listener or, or viewer, if you're within our little area of the world, but all over the country, they're big. Um, if you if you have that, it would drive me crazy over the, the weekend to see some people go, oh, good timing. Just when the U.S. Open is on and football is coming back. Okay. So the lack of sophistication by the public is so
0: towering. It's just... It's unspeakable. Okay. I think it's called I think it's called leverage, actually having the contract and all that stuff. I think it's called leverage. I,
1: mean, I would almost argue, you know, almost every given week, every given weekend, there's there's usually a fairly important sporting event on ESP. But forget that for a moment here. Um, the model for sports and television and streaming. And cable itself, as a part of a what they call linear TV. Did you ever hear the the, the phrase?
0: <laughs> excuse me. Linear TV. Shit, until a few I,
1: weeks, ago? I never heard it.
0: I never heard the term terrestrial radio until about twenty years ago.
1: Right, but li- suddenly linear TV. And by the way, linear TV is all TV that isn't streaming. Okay. Okay.
0: All and right.
1: Anything that that you don't get through the uh, internet anything that's not netflix that's not hulu that's it's not uh disney plus that's that's linear tv and so all cable television is linear tv all over the air television is uh, actually linear tv um but the cable companies which of course take a portion of what you pay them every month and they distribute them to uh, your favorite channels the ones that are most important to them that have the ability to tell the cable operators, if you want to carry my channel, you have to pay me X number of dollars per subscriber. They were paying the most money of all the channels on your TV. I know I know. in right-wing world, they all think that that Fox News is by far the most valuable thing that a a cable company would want to pay for because uh, people would die without Fox News. (laughs) And the answer is no. Fox News was never getting that much. In fact, I believe to this day, CNN still leverages more money out of cable operators, even though their ratings might not be as high as uh, Fox because of the uh, the legacy. CNN was there first, and right. there's all sorts of explanations for that. But anyway, back now to, to ESPN, which is the most expensive thing on your cable uh, uh, lineup, but you don't get your monthly bill with a A uh, an itemized list of how much they're paying for each channel. You don't realize that you just wouldn't that be interesting.
0: Wouldn't that be interesting if you did? did?
1: Well, that would open up the can of worms that the cable companies never wanted to have, which is Uh people being able to pick and choose.
0: Yeah,
1: and it worked for a long time. It Uh was just okay. Here's your first. It was 57 channels with nothing on, and it was a, a hundred. Now it's it's several hundred, and you just pay one amount, and you get everything, even though you never watch home and garden TV, even though you never watch the religious channels. You don't give a shit. But they're there, yeah. and you're technically paying for all them. But the difference between ESPN and all of those other channels is at the other end of ESPN are sports teams and sports leagues and players who, in case you haven't noticed, are demanding way more 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 money for their services all up and down the line i mean brit if i read one more article about some guy in the nba who i have never heard of he is you know seventh down on the bench on the he just,
0: trailblazers he, he just signed a max contract
1: <laughs> yeah and he's he's getting paid 130 million dollars for five years that's why ESPN and Disney are at war right now because there is no end to the spiraling of the cost. So somebody has to eat it. And everybody's trying to pawn it off on everybody else. And uh, this is now war. It's such war that uh, if you're a Spectrum customer, you see that, that announcement that they, they put up there. Uh, it's to the point where, where Spectrum is saying, you know what? Fuck you, Disney. We don't give a shit if you ever come back. If you don't play by our rules, if you don't allow us to keep bundling your channels and and putting it out for exactly the price that we want to pay you, if you don't like it, fuck you. And by the way, to all the Spectrum customers, please feel free to go to Fubo or YouTube TV to see ESPN. That's how bad it is. Spectrum would rather lose you they would rather lose you to youtube tv or fubo which still all carry espn than cave in to disney right now mm-hmm. and go by what their plan is which is to uh, uh, individualize espn offer it beyond cable as a streamer yeah. so it this is a a true is this allowed to be said anymore? Mexican standoff.
0: <laughs> I do love the propaganda. Every time one of these things happens is always kind of really great.
1: This is different. This, this is, is great.
0: Different. Cause it's like they, the one side accuses the other one of being war criminals. The other side says these people are rapists and they just go back. And forth. I, I do think you're right. This does feel kind of different. Every time we, we say this and they up and up and, and we kind of go, I don't know. Is this going to be a true sea change? I, this this one does feel kind of a little bit different. Now, what you're talking about and what other people have pointed out and David Sampson pointed out is it's just a business model that's gone on and on. ESPN, of course, is going to pay 50 or 60% over the last rights package to sign up the NBA or Monday Night Football or whatever, and they're just going to go based on a model that they'll be able to jack, charter, or whoever the next time the contract's up And then they'll just get more money and they'll be able to keep the thing going. Everything just goes up and up. Players get more money. Teams become more valuable. ESPN ups their right package. They are able to charge people more. Charter is able to charge people more. What if this is it? What if you're not? What if it's like everybody out of the pool Party's over? That's an entire economic system. And everybody's been having a great bacchanalian party for many, many years here in the sports industry. With we'll just oh yeah, the salaries are going to go up. The values of the team are going to go up. What's the problem? The prices are going to go up. They'll just keep paying and paying and paying. What's what's the problem?
1: That that seventh guy down on the bench for Portland used to have to survive
0: on nine million a year.
1: <laughs> he can't do that anymore.
0: And you're and what they're pointing at is absolutely right. If you are dying and you want to see Alabama or whoever on ESPN this weekend because Alabama is taking on shit for state, whatever it is. And you have to have ESPN. Yeah. You can very easily in about five minutes, go over and get sling TV or get Fubo or get YouTube TV, click on it. And then after your Alabama Crimson tide season is over, eh, I'm done with it. I'll cancel it. It's over. I'm good. In December, I can cut it all off, you know, whatever. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting and there are, it does feel kind of like a sea change and then I don't know what you do if all of a sudden you have to go back to the the leagues, the NBA or the NFL or ESPN's got all of the major leagues, they've got all the four sports and they go, "Um, how about if we just offer you the same money this time? (laughs) That's that's not going to work, right? Here's the problem. Uh,
1: There are some party crashers to this whole scene that weren't around the last time they negotiated their deal. Uh, They're called Apple. Yeah, of Google. Yeah, of Netflix. The, the those three are getting into sports. They're already into sports.
0: Wow. Yeah. There are there are rumors that they may really be getting into sports. Like Apple has, yes, you know Disney has talked about spinning off ESPN and selling it. Apple's got the cash right now to go ahead and buy ESPN outright. Amazon would have the money outright to buy ESPN. Google would have the money outright to buy ESPN. What?
1: Oh yeah, nobody's nobody's questioning that, and, and I don't see Disney putting a for sale sign on them. Although I guess if there was a, enough of an impasse, they might say, "All right, we'll, we'll sell it," but you know we're going to put uh, some number with an X next to it. Here's how much you got to pay to to get a hold of it. And of course, that's a rounding error for for Apple or or Google if they really if they really want that. On the other hand, they could just gut espn by outbidding them for the nfl and yeah. the nba yeah and if you have an emaciated espn then who wants it right and then espn's forced to take the deal but they're not as valuable a, an entity if they get stripped of their their most valuable properties which are you know, the nfl the nba and uh, of course college football i don't know i i don't know it it's it's interesting. I, I kind of missed this weekend not being able to watch any tennis except for three hours Sunday afternoon on on the network ABC. But um, you know, if, could could I live my life without ESPN? I think I could.
0: I think I could. I'd be. I'd be I mean, I've got access to it through other means. <laughs> wink, wink. Look, it's fine. Everything's fine. I do have an antenna. I can watch college football for free on CBS. Yeah, I can watch.
1: Of that. See, that, that's the other problem. They don't have the leverage of being the worldwide leader of anything anymore because yeah. there is so many, so much competition out there. So, uh, if, you're, if, you're, a, if, you're,
0: if you're like a John just, the Catholic yeah. and you just love Notre Dame, all you got to do is sign up for Peacock for like four months and you can watch Notre Dame completely disappoint you and die in October just, November. I would just
1: think that Bob Iger is probably wishing he didn't come out of retirement.
0: You know, it's funny you should say that because if he would have just sat back on his ass and just counted his money and just cruised in the in the Adriatic Sea or whatever, he wouldn't have to deal with all this shit. Would he? No fight with Desantis. No worrying about people not going to the you know to the parks and shit. None of that stuff. None of this stuff. Just kind of just stay back and just like polish your yacht for a while. Oh,
1: Polishing the Yacht. I'll send that one to George Carlin.
0: Hi-oh, ho, ho, yes. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll send, that one.
0: Let's I'll do, send uh, that one. Let's do Elon. Elon and the Jews.
1: Elon and the Jews. Here you go. Oh, Lord. Elon Musk says he might sue the Anti-Defamation League <laughs> for purportedly <laughs> accusing X and Elon, the owner of... X, of anti-Semitism and fueling advertisers' exodus from the social network. So, on Monday, that was Labor Day, he accused the Anti-Defamation League of trying to kill X by falsely accusing it and him of being anti-Semitic. In another post, he claimed that X's falling ad revenue, which has plunged nearly 60% since his formal takeover of the platform in October of 22, it's primarily due Pressure on advertisers by the ADL. So, congratulations for the Jews denying denying that you're anti-Semitic by using one of the classic <laughs> anti-Semitic tropes, which is the Jews are so all-powerful that they could convince advertisers to the tune of what sixty percent of them to uh, stay away from a platform which was serving them well and helping them grow their businesses. And wait, now,
0: <laughs> when you were financing this deal, Elon, were were the Jews involved in coming up with some of the money for that? Was that, was that something that happened, and now they've turned you know, on they you? Char- they charge Shylock-like. <laughs> <consistatory> <laughs> <infrastructure>. Usury. <laughs> Usury yeah.
1: If this continues, we will have no choice but to file a defamation suit against <laughs> ironically the Anti-Defamation League, said, my. Musk, that actually sounds like Schwarzenegger. Sorry. It
0: does, yeah. You're Austrian. It's weird. (laughs) That just doesn't make any sense.
1: (laughs) Musk's threat to sue the ADL come after a campaign called hashtag ban the ADL, trended on X this weekend. Okay. So on X, formerly Twitter, there is now a hashtag that you can follow to attack the anti defamation league. Musk got into it. He engaged with it. Of course he did. He called for the group's account on X. That would be the Anti-Defamation League's account to be banned. And then he did the classic, how many times has he done this? He asked his more than 155 million followers if he should, quote,
0: run a poll on the matter. See, I'm sorry, but what other CEOs that you know of? Does Jeff Bezos do this bullshit? Does he get out there and work on polls against the ADL on the weekend and fuck around? Is that something that he does, Brad? Does Warren Buffett get out there? Oh, let me see if I can fuck around with a hashtag and a poll on this plat. No. No. A real serious multi-billion dollar genius CEO doesn't do bullshit like this.
1: The ADL said it normally doesn't comment on legal threats, but in a statement shared with CBS. On Tuesday, it addressed the campaign to remove its account from X. ADL is unsurprised yet undeterred that anti-Semites, white supremacists, conspiracy theorists, and other trolls have launched a coordinated attack on our organization. Such insidious efforts do not daunt us. I love passive-aggressive responses to assholes. Yeah, what does it, it mean? It happens, it happens so frequently. Biden did it when he was in Florida. Yeah. Over the weekend. Biden goes down to Florida, right? And mm. and Ron DeSantis is just he's too busy. He's afraid of getting Chris Christied. In other words, Chris Christie caught being diplomatic with Barack Obama after Superstorm Sandy, and that picture destroyed his career. And so DeSantis <laughs> did not want to be seen with Joe Biden, right? So it was so bad that Rick Scott looked like a mensch, looked like a good guy. A statesman. Re- representing Florida with Joe Biden while he was down there visiting um, uh, the, the, uh, the hurricane disaster. So then they stick a microphone in, in Joe's face. And uh, what does he do? He takes the high road. He absolutely takes the high road and does not attack the governor. Oh, he might have been busy. Okay. He completely disarms the, the idea. He stays on brand. That's what Joe Biden does. And at this point, you can just see a lot of Democrats, a lot of liberals are fed up with that. They want him to go all in and just take down DeSantis in a situation like this for being a prick, which he was. But he did it without having to do it. That's what they don't get. That's the Joe Biden brand, getting it done without being a dick about
0: it. Yeah, because he knows when to, he knows when to stop the politics. He knows when the bullshit needs to stop, and it, the others don't. Um, yeah. But let's go back to Elon against the ADL. I don't know. You may have more information on this. I think the ADL does fairly well when it comes to legal battles. I think they've got a decent record. <laughs> He's not going to sue them. <laughs> but he says he is. Everything he says comes true, Brad. Su- he's my yeah, hero. Yeah. He
1: sues everybody, just like Trump sues everybody. It's the rumor
0: crazy. The rumor on him is that he's going to have to sell some more Tesla stock to fund this little stupid-ass project. That's the, the rumor that's happening right now, is that they're leaking so much money he's going to have to try to finance it by selling some more of his Tesla stock. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about that. Um, well, it's, I mean, it is a sign of stupidity, isn't it? What's the definition of insanity again?
1: Don't say it because that's not the definition. <laughs>
0: that's not, of not the definition of insanity. But it is insane to keep doing this as your own little pet project, which is a massive money losing failure. That is, failure. Yeah. is a, a huge, massive money losing failure. And then you're going to go ahead and take money out of your, ma- and I don't, again, you should be punished in the marketplace for having really shitty judgments. Very, very bad judgment. That's that's not gonna happen.
1: I, no. I saw a meme go whizzing by today. And I was reminded of something that I guess I heard that I've heard you know, of course. Now Elon Musk did not quote invent the Tesla. He didn't develop the car. He he wasn't a Leah Coca or a Henry Ford or someone like that. There were two other genius engineers who really came up with the idea. Of course. And, you know, he was an early investor, Elon Musk was. He saw the potential and he he went with it. And that's not to say that you don't get credit for being smart enough to see a good idea and then expropriate it as your own, but it's just something to to think about and it fits in with what you said in terms of his uh, judgment and intelligence. It might be perfect for that kind of of move to invest in something of that sort he was an early investor in paypal also and he he got out of that took his money and used it elsewhere okay so but that does not mean that uh in these human relation kind of issue that he's very smart he doesn't have emotional intelligence he may have some business intelligence and some business sets. Is that a fair is, way to characterize this it? This is a
0: vanity crusade for him. This platform, Twitter X, whatever, is a vanity crusade for him. And as such, it's going to continue to crash and burn, and he's going to bitch and moan and blame the Jews, the blacks, the this, the that.
1: Uh, you'll like it. To... Some of my best Jewish friends own Teslas.
0: <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking, I, I wouldn't buy a Tesla if I won the lottery tonight. Get out of here with that. Get, fuck that guy.
1: All right. Uh, Pot calls the kettle black. Lifetime Achievement Award is in the can. Close the nominations. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's just, it's just beyond belief. Now, if I said to you, without this setup, if I would have said to you, Sheriff
0: Joe Arpaio, dead or alive, what would you say? I would have said alive, because I think you're setting me up, but I, if you would have just asked me out of nowhere, I haven't heard of him dying. I think still alive. Right.
1: Exactly. You, you would have thought he was dead, but he, he's still alive. And who better to come to your defense yeah. when it comes to being supposedly the victim of abusive sheriffs than Joe Arpaio, that's right. Former Maricopa County, Arizona sheriff Joe Arpaio, famous for what putting his uh, prisoners in, in in pink uniforms and putting them out in in uh, tents. That's right. In the middle of the heat in that's Arizona, right. just a an abusive fuck, right? He has issued a statement decrying the treatment of Trump at the hands of the officials specifically the sheriff of Fulton County, Georgia, I swear to you. And, of course, Trump uh, reposted this on his uh, apparently soon-to-be-going-out-of-business truth social page. Have you heard that? But, uh, yeah. Could be it. It's just, about, it's just about over. Anyway, the statement accused the Fulton County sheriff, whose name is Patrick Labatt, L-A-B-A-T, add another tea and you get a beer. From you Canada. do.
0: It's a good one, too.
1: Accused uh, Sheriff Labatt of booking Trump in a, quote, dangerous jail and using, quote, overkill during Trump's arrest and booking to gather publicity. Yes. Even plastering his badge and name next to President Trump's face. That's right. That's right. He actually said that. Now, did you see there was a there were a bunch of stabbings at that prison the other day? It's a dangerous place. That is true. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, Tough yeah. shit. I
0: don't, don't believe do
1: you won't have to do the time to get arraigned.
0: <laughs> I, I don't believe that Donald Trump was ever in danger of any, of any, any, any safety. I think his safety was always fine. <laughs> I think any histrionics about him possibly being stabbed are extremely dramatic or wishful thinking.
1: It's better. It gets better. More from Sheriff Joe. It took me 85 years to find my one and only hero in life, wrote Sheriff Joe Arpaio. His name is Donald J. Trump. This was your one and only hero? You, then he you did blow it. Back in 2017, Arpaio was found guilty yeah. of contempt of court for violating a judge's order to stop racially profiling Latinos. I was, um... And that's what he was pardoned for by... Trump, so don't you think of this? Guys like Mark Meadows not pardoned, right? A bunch of these, all these people who are, are, uh, yeah, Rudy Giuliani not pardoned, Sheriff Joe (laughs) Arpaio.
0: I was, uh, I was in Phoenix a number of years ago for spring training, and I picked up one of those free papers, you know, one of those independent papers they they distribute around town, which uh, often have some of the best journalism out there. And they had a really good look at Arpaio. And this was the stuff that Arpaio would do, which sounds vaguely familiar. He would have uh, one of the county commissioners in Maricopa. He would be wanting money for this project, that project. County commissioner would turn him down for it. All of a sudden, the county commissioner would find themselves under investigation from the sheriff's department. <laughs> it's just the weirdest thing, Brad. It was the strangest, oddest thing. Oh, Britt, in my
1: day, I would call that weaponization of the (laughs) criminal justice system.
0: (laughs) And as you may be aware, this didn't happen once. This was uh, fairly regular. Fairly regular.
1: (laughs) So of all the people to call a county sheriff over the top, too punitive, not fair, violative of a, of a citizen's rights, Joe Arpaio, calling the sheriff of Fulton County, Georgia, all kinds of names. And I never thought I would say this. Wouldn't have thought a year ago I'd say this. I, thank God for the state of Georgia, for if not for Georgia, we wouldn't be able to see any of these trials. Well, it's true. We, we really wouldn't. And because we're going to be able to see them, it's uh it's going to be very, very helpful, very very helpful, and if we're lucky, it'll revitalize Greta Van Sustran's career
0: okay, sorry. the I saw again this is CNN doing CNN shit is they did a comparison on the Trump thing and the uh, rapper that Fannie uh, Willis um, prosecuted and how the diff the, the similarities between the two cases <laughs> It was,
1: that was was the Rico case also, right? Yeah,
0: it was a Rico case, which had nothing that they weren't similar. They were, they were like, well, these both featured well-known public uh, figures. No, no, they didn't. No, no. Just because the the rapper had friends that were well-known in Buckhead. It doesn't mean that they, you know, these are people that are well-known. Sorry. It was maddening. It was this maddening as, what do you think this latest indictment is going to do to Donald Trump's chances of winning the nomination? Oh, <laughs> one more time, right? Yeah, please, please run that one out there. I can't get enough.
1: One more time. Jesus. Uh, all right. Uh, Woodrow Wilson had his 14 points. Uh, this is 1918. We're at the end of World War I and Woodrow Wilson puts out the famous 14 points his view on the things that should be done post World War I to create a better world world peace 14 points right it's one of those things you that you learn in in history class now we have the 14th amendment and Donald Trump says the 14th amendment that argument that he's not eligible to run for president because he participated in an insurrection. He says it's a trick. He says it's a trick. It has no legal basis or standing relative to the upcoming 2024 presidential election. So this is just uh file this back in your book of gaslighting lying bullshit that goes against uh, uh, uh common sense and the obviousness of the language itself. Uh, He said this on Monday, Labor Day. It's the same day that uh, Glenn Kirshner, who is a fucking whip smart, former prosecutor. He's uh, on MSNBC. You may be familiar with Glenn Kirshner. I wouldn't want to be in court against that guy. I'll tell you that. He uh, joined in with Lawrence Tribe of Harvard and uh, conservative federal judge Michael Luddig in arguing that Trump is automatically disqualified from running under the plain you don't even have to examine it. You don't even have to try to turn it upside down. You don't have to try to mess with it. 14th Amendment that prohibits you from aiding an insurrection. Trump wrote Here we go. Ready? Like election interference, it's just another trick being used by the radical left, communists, Marxists, and fascists to again steal an election. A trick that their candidate, the worst, most incompetent, and most corrupt president in U.S. history, is incapable of winning in a free and fair election. Make America great again.
0: So the uh, the trick is that 150 years ago they put something into the Constitution that would eventually hurt us in the 21st century. Is that is that, is that the trick? Well, they know. <laughs> He's getting really nervous about this this 14th Amendment stuff. This has turned from it a whisper is. into a scream.
1: It it is because, of course, it's. It is a, uh, it will be a silver bullet solution here, uh-huh. and um, I mean the language of the Fourteenth Amendment is so is so interesting because they they went out of their way to not say if convicted by a court of law for aiding and abetting. Seditious behavior or attempting to overthrow the government of the United States—that doesn't say that in there. No, it just says it was the early version of. Uh, I can't define porn, but I know it when I see it. I can't define someone aiding and abetting an insurrection, but I know it when I see it. That's but what also, the Fourteenth Amendment was, because you had all these Confederates running around after the war, correct? Uh, suddenly wanting to 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 get right back into the to the government and, uh, pretend that, that, nothing ever, nothing ever happened. Not a well, problem,
0: there's, but there's also a, an element here of trying to, to polish the reputation of the Confederacy as the great lost cause of people that were actually on the right side of history. They never, they never view it and they never say it was, uh, the, the Confederates against the United States. It's always the Confederates against the union, right? These people went to war against my country, your country. That's what Mm. happened. That makes them terrorists. So they can't acknowledge that. Okay, maybe that whole thing was fucked up. Maybe they shouldn't have attacked the United States of America. All all right, fine. And now we have to go through through this. And I think you're right. Uh, Prima fascia, bona fascia. I'm not sure which one of those Latin terms. When you look at the 14th Amendment, well, gosh, that's what it says. That's really not that hard. You don't have to go to law school for a number of years, practice law, teach law school. You don't do any of that stuff to understand that. It, it's pretty straightforward.
1: Now, what I wonder, let's, let's map out the worst-case scenario here that's possible, okay? Uh, because of the calendar, uh, Trump doesn't get tried and convicted at all by the time the election rolls around and he actually gets elected, can the 14th Amendment, which obviously didn't prevent him from being on the ballot at any level, can can the 14th Amendment, which might not have been adjudicated by a state to have it decided upon by the Supreme Court before the election, can you go with that one after the election? Can you still run with that? In other words, this goes back to you know several years ago where we thought that the weight of all of this would eventually crush Trump, and this just seems to be another uh, pretty substantial weight. You go to the gym, you see those fifty-pound weights, the, the big round ones. Yeah. that's what this that one is. Okay, That's hard to lift. It's hard to get out of out of your way because uh, that that's going to be there, and Um, after the election if he does get convicted in Georgia which is the place where he cannot stop the uh, the uh, um, indictment from turning into a trial from turning into a possible conviction no pardoning himself there no disbanding that that move by Fonnie Willis but if he is able to wipe out the the federal uh, charges by uh, self-pardoning, which I don't even think he can do that, but okay, pretend. Right. Um, if he's then convicted, can we then do the 14th Amendment, please? Well, there was... Course, you know, nothing, there, nothing will ever be good enough. Right. We know that.
0: Nothing well, there was a, a school of thought and a strategy within the Republican Party that if they were able to prove that Barack Obama was not born in the United States, they could invalidate all of the stuff that he had passed and signed. That was like a real thing that they thought, including Obamacare. here's the problem. They couldn't prove it. They, well, he was born in the United States. That would be the, the, the real issue there. <laughs>
1: right. they, they couldn't prove he was born in Kenya or, or, or something of that yeah. sort. And, and just to be able to uh, claim that there's equivalence between that and uh, Trump being behind this insurrection, well, this no attempt to overthrow the government, to launch a coup that there's some kind of equivalency there. There's no question idiotic. It's just, never, it's, not it's just, a,
0: it's a matter of undoing stuff that's already been done. If he's already sworn in, can you go back and go up? Oh, no, He was, he was never really president the second time because of the 14th well, amendment.
1: Well, wait for it. If, if uh, the impeachments can be expunged,
0: <laughs> they see, made that he, up. That's another one. They just I, pulled right see, out of their how many, ass. <laughs> how many things
1: there are like this? They come and it's they gonna, go. They well, it, it, show among, me among, again no,
0: that was a thing for these constitutional scholars in the republican party where's the word expungement in the fucking constitution as it relates to impeachment i'm sorry i don't believe it exists i don't believe it's you'll I find that, that word <laughs> it should have been <laughs> and it could have been